Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And Collingwood fans, you can jump on the line. We'll come to you very, very shortly because you've got a new man at the helm, the CEO, Craig Kelly, who has been looking at maybe rejoining Collingwood for a while. The 1990 Premiership hero is back and he's joined Jeff Brown at the top of the tree at the Magpies. And he joins me on the line for a chat. Welcome to you, Ned. Great to have you on. Hello, Dwayne. Good to you. Thank you for letting me be on your show, my friend. (laughs) Well, it's great to have you on. You're a hard man to get. Uh, this is a pretty big moment for... I mean, Collingwood's in this transition phase, so I suppose why have you decided to go from a very successful management company in TLA, as ESP has been for 26 years, and come back to Clubland? Well, you sacked me. You told me you didn't want me there anymore, so that... <laughs> no, you and well. Sal are doing a great job. I love what you guys have done for me. Yes, I've got a conflict of interest. Who's going to manage me now, then? Let me ask a personal oh, question. Well, this, is a, this is the first one, first uh, radio interview. I'm just going to do Nadine at the club, and we discussed doing some radio. We, we are going to sit down with some newspapers down the track once I've got my head around this and sat, on, <laughs> sat at the desk for a little while, but having a bit of light-hearted... Radio chat today would be uh, a nice way to sort of announce things. Um, so <laughs> doing the first one with someone we managed, it was, it was straight away, here we want to start saying there's a conflict. Well, um, not to be. Uh, at the end of the day, Dwayne, you know that uh, the TLA business has uh, got sold uh, a number of years ago, three or four years ago, and I've been the CEO there. And I'm stepping down from all those uh, those roles within that business Um Tom Batoro and the guys there in the AFL business have been running a great shop there for a long while and I, I can't remember ever last three or four years attending an AFL meeting looking at and or certainly managing AFL players, uh, current players, looked after a few coaches and obviously my main business was looking after 120 staff and managing some of you lunatic um, media clients, which have been a lot of fun. But, mate, it's been a great journey. I, I've, I've fortunate to come playing footy with you, against you um, over the years and then being able to have a business like we've had um, in, a, in an industry that has grown amazingly in the last 27 years and with partners like Rob Woodhouse, ex-Olympic swimmer, and Scotty Davison, Susan Harper, and Tony Box, who's taking over our joint. Um, it's just a great uh, opportunity to come back to the club. And uh, when Jeff rang me and was a bit daunted by the thing, uh, the opportunity, I also... I've got a son there that we had, you know, sit down with him and another son at Essendon. So, and plus uh, Max, my middle one's at home, has a fair bit to say about all these things, <laughs> and my wife. So, um, it's, it's I'm fortunate, mate, in life to have done what I've done, and hopefully I can. I oh, know I'll do a good job. I know that uh, I know I know what to do. I've thrown enough hand grenades at CEOs of clubs for the last number of years and said they're doing an average job, so I better step up to the plate and deliver. So that's that's reality of the industry we're in. It's pretty cutthroat and. It'll be what it is, and uh, hopefully we do it in a way that's respectful and uh, we get the result uh, for our supporters. That's what counts. You've done such a brilliant job with the management company, Craig. You could sail on your yacht to Mallorca and not ever go back to Clubland. So <laughs> you, 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 you do have it in your blood. Is that what it is? You just love Collingwood so much that you want to go back and help out and do, do what you can to, to get this next Collingwood football club phase going? 
It's a good question. Um, and it's something I had to take a bit of time off and have had long service leave owed to me. So I'd, I did get a, a nice break over the last couple of months. And my footy clubs, and it's really hard to explain, if people haven't been in a club, um, in any sporting club, but especially the intense AFL industry, you actually are doing something. It's actually more of a, a team and a group thing um, than a business. Like in business, you run a business and you look at the monthly numbers and the end of year numbers and you look at the salary and you pay wages to people and their families. But a footy club's got that but a lot more. Like you mean so the amount of texts that I've just got in the last hours is ridiculous. I've just I've never got so many texts and messages and nice messages and I'll probably have I don't read social media so I'll probably get a fair few um, bad ones as well but I'll stay away from that um, at the end of the day mate you, you're actually doing something that are, for people out there who just love their club for a whole it's a, it's a family it's a it's a tribe it's something they do and mean so much and you, you, you're basically passing through that joint so you've got to leave it better do a better job and I, I think that's the thing that excites me about going back and I, th- I, th- I think hopefully this will finish my work career um, and I want to, you know, 57 and, you know, hopefully I've got a few years to do this and and, and I'm not going to sit there saying we're going to win flags and stuff. We're just going to do a good job and, and hopefully the supporters are proud of what the club delivers to them and the fun they have turning up to the footy and screaming and yelling and feeling like it's their club. That's what's really important and exciting. Seeing a lot of CEOs who know business and football these days, Craig. So is it a unique environment to the point that having that football background does help? You almost do need it? Oh, yeah, I've been quite open and said this to the AFL and other clubs and stuff. I think the, the industry's been quite negligent in not... We've brought a better level of coach through, um, ex-players becoming coaches. They're a lot more developed than they were 10 years ago. Um, they do a lot more to get more rounded um, and, and they have a lot more support around them. The footy department's a big department. I don't think we've done the same with the CEO part of the business and I've often spoken to uh, Travis and Gill and the guys at the AFL about it. How do we... Steve Hocking and I bounce... Uh, you know, I regard Steve unbelievably highly and what he's been able to do both um, as a player now in his role and also at the AFL and... Um, I think being able to have the experience of business but then having to change that into a club way, um, that I believe is a strength that I've got. I think it's something that we uh, need to do more of. So, you know, for example, I've always said I don't see why Chris Scott um, or Brad Scott, um, you know, why they can't be CEOs of a football club down the, down the track, why um, people who have played football have done the education, the training and the development and worked hard shouldn't have that opportunity. The more we do it, the better understanding they have of how the joints run. Because you can say to anyone out there, unless you've actually been in one, they are very unique. And with the pressures of media and the scrutiny, um, I'm not, I certainly don't have that in my business. And, and I've got to adapt myself and change the way I've done things because it's just got to be done differently when you're in the club land. Does it mean that you will get involved in the football department a little more than some <laughs> CEOs will? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Righty will be the first one to say, go back to your box, Ned. I've got this sorted out. Uh, so, uh, and listen, I think good run joints and the line joints and, you know, there's there's a benchmark there at the moment that Geelong uh, have done this exceptionally well the last 12 months, um, getting everything aligned to do what they, 
Uh, there's, there's a, I, I personally believe that unless you get it all aligned, unless you look at it and you have everyone playing their position like you have in a footy club, uh, when you have a successful team, the footy gods don't give you the the, the end goal that you, you all want. And I think you know Sydney Swan, I reckon Geelong, uh, Richmond, they're they're benchmarks, and we've we've got to want to get to that level across our whole business, not just the footy department. You've just come out of a business that's trying to get your players ten year deals. You're now CEO that has to sign up players. Where are you on long term contracts, Craig? One year deal, year by year. Tommy, Tommy's already started rolling his eyes. So, yeah, I, I think I've got a few things I've said over the journey that will come back and bite me in the backside, but that's okay. <laughs> so where are you at with the, the environment we're in now with players? Are they able to leave more readily than they ever have been? Is it, is it how far in favour of the players should it be? Should it be more in the club's favour? Because it is a, a tricky one. You've been walking both sides, or you're about to walk both sides of that. No, I, mate, I'm really, I've said this to you and quite openly, I think the where we currently sit at the moment, it, it's become um, a lot more fluid because of um, restricted and free agency um, parts of the, the of your tenure that allows those conversations to happen earlier than when they probably would, even if they're in contract, um, being able to have those conversations in a respectful, well-managed way that is communicated well to the members so there's an understanding of why we have to do certain things um, is, is really important. Um, and I think we've got an, we're not, uh, an, uh, we should never compare ourselves or want to be like the American sport um, in certain areas or NRL in regard to having players jump and move around middle of the season or, or decide that. I think um, we're currently in a good spot where list managers and clubs are, and the players are a lot more mature in those chats. And, and I think it's moving moving quite freely without being too free. Um, the players associated with marshalling the guys will probably want to do tweaks and things there. We should also, we'll always should be open to that. But I, I'm just a great believer that if a player's happy, the list is going well, the club's going well, um, and they want to be in the town they're living or they might want to live somewhere else, we should be open to having a conversation. But it's got to be respectful both ways. And you've got to be open and... Um, you've got to have managers that will follow through and clubs and list managers, both the player manager and the list manager, to be honest. And actually, if they're going to say they're going to do something, do it and stay true to it and not just sort of play games and, um, and lie to people. What about first-year players out of the, that have just been drafted, Craig? There's a two-year minimum you stay at the club now. How long do you think you should be locked into a club if you're, if you're young? Oh, well, the reality is um, clubs will, will do, you know, do the two years because um, that's what happens. But then if they're comfortable with the play and they like what they see and they sort of, they'll extend that straight away with the manager. Um, you know, we've seen, you know, our club with the young Ollie Henry going back to Geelong. Um, you know, that's, that's obviously, you know, he's drawn back to there. Um, there was conversations taken place. So I think that at the end of the day, um, if a player, a, a young player isn't getting the opportunities or he doesn't want to be there, again, um, you might as well try and uh, get an outcome that's beneficial to the club uh, and get into it rather than trying to uh, just hang on to the kids. So I, I don't think we need to extend. Two years is fine. And if they're any good, they get extended. If they're not, you move, you know, they move and the club has that conversation. So let me ask you also the question that's getting asked by social media because you don't read it. Um, what are you going to? What's, what happens to the players you manage? 
what happens there right, because well, your company's managed for a long time? Social media needs to understand this. Social media, I do not manage players <laughs> and there's no conflict. Um, I manage a couple of coaches. I have resigned from place. I now work for the Collingwood Football Club. My job, and I'm paid for to work for the Collingwood Footy Club, I'll be doing everything I can to make that club successful, aligned and a juggernaut in the, in the industry. That's what we want to be. You've been out of club land for 26 years. You're about to come back with a great wealth of knowledge. What does the AFL, what do clubs need to do in 2023 that they may have not been doing, Craig? Make money, be profitable mm. and deliver to the members. At the end of the day, there's no point running a business if you're not actually running it successfully and, and not draining the competition. I mean, ultimately, every club in the competition should be um, delivering to the competition and, and, and not sucking from it. So to me, um, you know, the big clubs have provided a lot to, that's shared between a lot of other clubs. Um, we, we all should want to be run successful businesses and they have to be profitable, but also you have to play a style of footy and be entertaining. We're in the entertainment business, guys. And at the end of the day, we want to have a full stadium, uh, full memberships, and that makes us profitable, but it also delivers to the fan what they want. At the end of the day, the fans are our owners. It's, uh, we're not like the states where we're privately owned. So more emphasis on those clubs that are not making a profit at the moment or are struggling to be more self-sufficient because your president, Jeff Brown, is one of those that believes that Collingwood should be in a position to be able to spend more of its money on itself that it earns. Yeah, I think we're, we're, I agree with Jeff to a certain degree there. At the end of the day, um, you know, we're in, a, we're in a very strange world where we have control, or they are control, a lot of stuff that they need to to allow the competition. We're the most most even competition in the world with the greatest athletes. They're just amazing athletes. So um, there's a lot of restraints around, and, and sometimes that doesn't allow people who can to grow things and do things differently and expand. And um, and and that's what we should be always have to do. Any business that can't do that um, eventually dies. So all I'm saying is that. Um, Every club should want to deliver and support the competition. And to do that, we should be um, have our noses in front on the ledger every year and be making money. And then some guys will make more and we should be um, pushing the boundaries on what we can do as hard as we can, but also making sure ultimately that people, the whole comp's going well. It's it's a hard job for the AFL. It's a hard job for the clubs. Um, but, you know, I think with the last few years we've had a step back because of COVID. We're resetting ourselves, um, and uh, to, to be perfectly honest, I think the next 10 years in the AFL is going to be good. It's, there's some really good things happening, and uh, there's good people coming in to, to run good businesses. Do you think the growth of the game is going to be a growth in the length of the season or the, the growth in the expansion of the competition? Tassie's obviously on the agenda now, but expansion has been a bit of a drain on the AFL, but you think it's about to, to pay off. Where's the growth going to come? I, I, you're getting into a world now where I haven't got and haven't been privy to a lot of the information yeah. other than what's written. So that stuff, I, 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 I'm not going to comment on uh, what decisions they're making when I'm not privy to all the documentation and the information that a lot of people don't get to see and um, they hear and read things that may sometimes not be right. So I won't, I won't go down that path yet until I've got more information and hopefully uh, we're calling with a part of that uh, growth strategy. I know we will be and we'll want to help do that. 
Great to have you, Craig. Um, I thank you for what you've done for me. So personally, <laughs> thanks for coming on my show. I know you've got a thousand interview requests and you decided with even, without even putting your feet under the desk, you'd have a chat to me. So uh, thanks for a whole heap of questions without notice. No, pleasure, Dwayne. Thanks, buddy. And um, just be nice to us and make sure you give me a bit of time to get my head right. Okay. I'm always nice to you and you've got a ripper in the Dean looking after you. Are you going to be a vocal CEO? Craig, are we going to see you in the media every week uh, giving us a statement and a quote? No, I'll be like the Steve Hocking, mate. You won't hear me much. Once I've done this bit, I'm uh, quietly under the radar. Roddy can do all those chats and fly. <laughs> Good try. We'll see how whether you succeeded. There was another famous Collingwood president who said the same thing. I'm not going to talk much. Um, it doesn't end up happening. <laughs> no. So we'll see we how go. we go. Have a good one. Great to have you, Craig. Craig Kelly joining us, the new CEO of Collingwood. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Probably won't have much time to ask him about, uh, to ask you about what your thoughts are. If you're a Collingwood fan, but nice to grab him on the line and have a chat to him. Barely put his feet under the desk today with the announcement that he is now the Collingwood CEO.